What's yeah. going on, everybody? Uh, you, if you clicked a bunch of buttons in a certain order, you are now listening to the Fulcrum Report. Fulcrum Report 98. Make some noise, guys. Woo! Oh, my God, it's 98. Mongolian throat singing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, what's up, everybody? I am Gilbert, and welcome to uh, the Folk Report. And uh, yeah, we are talking some very special topics today. We're talking uh, Mando season two. We're we are going to talk the the uh, new Wandavision trailer that just showed up last night. I think it was. They showed at the Emmys or whatever. And then yeah, uh, yeah then then we're finally going to be talking about uh, what is it Bethesda? They they were they something very very good or very bad happened depending on who you are. <laughs> they were purchased by Microsoft. So, uh, so yeah. But as I said, I am Gilbert. Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Fulcrum Gilbs. And with me, I have uh, over in the. It's just me today, despite the fact that it says Sebastian. I'm all on my own, <laughs> surrounded on all sides by Brits. Yes, we have uh, you right where we want you. <laughs> yep, and and actually, that's my that's my rival right there. Uh, he is the he is the impartial himself, Mr. Marshall. What's up, Marshall? Hello there. It is I, impartial Marshall. Uh, I did have a funny quip, but once again, I forgot it. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited about today's topics for sure. All right, all right. Good to see. You. Um, uh, let's see. Now, over there on the other end of the island, we have uh, the crazy uncle himself. We have Mr. Harrison. What's up, Harrison? Hello, hello. I am uh, very well. Um, slightly terrified about Doom. What's going to happen to Doom, people? I need <laughs> Doom on my PS5, um, but I'm doing well. Well, it's, uh, yeah, that's that's good to hear. And actually, funny fun fact, we can actually talk about it in a minute. But they did say they were going to, uh, like, I guess they were going to uh, honor all the exclusives, all the PS5 exclusives, or all the all the stuff that was on PS5. So they're going to, they're still going to be cool with that. Like, but but anyway, we can get the. Uh, you guys ready for the quiz question? Yeah. Yes, please. Okay, so uh, as I said, we have uh, Bethesda being purchased by Xbox, or by, not by Xbox, by uh, by Microsoft. And so with that, I want you guys, like, you know, anytime a, a company purchases a game company like that, there's always going to be some, like, uh, the mandatory reboot or, like, remake or something. So I want you to take one of their, you know, one of whatever their uh, titles are, like Fallout, Oblivion, or uh, Elder Scrolls. You know, Doom, and I want you to reboot it in just in in a way that only Microsoft can. <laughs> okay. So yeah, it's like basically I want you to get like it's not going to be a sequel. Like they're going to be because Microsoft is taking it, they're going to be making it like their own thing. So yeah, pick one of the pick one of those and anyway. So let's get on to it. Uh, let me see. Okay, so yeah, we have the Mandalorian trailer just uh, dropped a few days ago, and here let me. Let me screen share for you guys. Up, oh, son of a bitch. God damn it. <laughs> damn thing. Oh, there, we, there we go. Okay. So, Arthur. <laughs> but yeah, so we got the Mandalorian trailer a few days ago. And uh, so I I don't know. I personally have been waiting for this for goddamn ever. And I was excited about it. How about you, uh, Harrison? Yes. What, was, what did you think? Like, what, what were your initial oh, like? Go ahead. I was well happy with this. Um, I am, I am digging this trailer. It's, you know, it's not telling us a huge amount, um, but it's, it's kind of promising the same as we got, and that's all I want. I just want more Mandalorian right now. <laughs> Agreed. Um, hey, I'm Marshall, how about you? Were you excited for it when you saw it drop? Like, just kind of, you kind of poop your pants like everybody else. <laughs> yeah, completely agreed. Uh, 
I regret waiting so long to watch the first season, but I'll be I'll be watching this one day one for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, as Harrison said, they didn't show us too much, but I'm okay with that because it just looks more of the same, and that's exactly what I want. Okay, so um, yeah, are you so? That's interesting. You guys say that because I I remember Sebastian saying that he was kind of excited about he was kind of saying the same thing about he was excited to have them go back to Tatooine and to kind of see mm-hmm. that, but. I, I mean, personally, I'm not sure. Are we are we looking forward to just seeing? Oh, look, another Tatooine episode. Oh, look, another you know that forest ep- that forest planet with that one hot girl that he that he fell in love with. Like, are we just wanting him to just go to the same planets again and just kind of and just hey, will you take the baby? Hey, will you take the baby? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I hope he goes back to that forest planet with the one hot girl and marries the hot girl and doesn't leave the baby there. They raise the baby together. All right, all right. Uh, yeah. So Harrison, how about you? Yeah, are you look, are you looking forward to just this hitting the same old notes? Like you, I know you're looking forward to more Mandalorian, but are you looking forward to just the same stories over and over again? No, definitely not. No, um, I, I definitely want to see new things. I want to see things develop. I because I, I think there's loads of room to develop it. You know, like the fact that. Uh, you know, it, it comes up with a trailer. You've got that um, audio from the first season about, you know, you want me to give this thing to a race of enemy sorcerers. Mm-hmm. And, like, so we know, like, the situation of the galaxy at the time, so finding Jedi is going to be difficult. Um, and clearly the fact that he doesn't know about the Jedi doesn't mean, you know, th- they have, like, really been forgotten in some parts of the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm interested to see what he runs up against and i'm interested just to finally see on screen more of what the post return of the jedi galaxy looked like and what it was like agreed agreed so um i'm curious real quick like you, you did mention the jedi and how like they've kind of been forgot uh, forgotten me and sebastian talked about this when we did the trailer reaction um this chick i believe her name is sasha uh miller or Sa- the, the the wwe fighter who they hired for this uh, is she going? Um, to, yeah. Do you think she's going to be a Jedi? Like after you see this whole part of her, like you know, if someone walks over and then she Jason Bourne's out of there. <laughs> like, do you do you think that the classic Jason Bourneing? <laughs> yep, the car moves and then she then she's just gone. <laughs> nah, but like, but yeah, what uh, do you what do you guys think? Is she a Jedi? Like, I'll start off with Marshall and then I guess uh, Harrison after that. Is is there potential for her to be uh, a Sith? I'm getting oh, some Sithy vibes more than a. Thought. A Jedi vibe from her because as he's talking, uh, the voiceover while she stood there, she, he says something like, "Handing it to the enemy space wizard, space sorcerers." Yeah, and she's kind of there, like a bit of foreshadowing. Mm. Yeah, she she doesn't look good to me. Okay, I but, see uh, that. How she could be like when maybe one of like the maybe like an Inquisitor or maybe like a Sith that I, I see what you're saying. Like because there is the remnants yeah. of the of the Empire. Uh huh. Okay. But hopefully, Mando falls in love with her and they raise a baby. <laughs> You, do, you just want Mando to fall in love with everyone, don't you? Yes, I do. I want some love, damn it. <laughs> he, des- he deserves a girlfriend. He does. <laughs> okay. Uh, Harrison, how about you? Uh, what do you think about this chick? Is she going to be a Jedi or, or is she a Sith? Like, What are your thoughts? Um, I'm hoping that uh, the way that this is going to play, it's not going to be as simple as, you know, we just immediately find a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um like and what I'm what I would like to perhaps see is you know if a bit of speculation on uh, what happens to the people who are you know sort of are born we being force users a little bit like we see in the Kylo Ren comic 
Uh, where we have the Knights of Ren. Um, sorry, not yeah, the Knights of Ren, where where they all have mild force abilities, and then they sort of uh, gather those together. But they're not officially Sith or Jedi. They're just sort of like untrained. I'd like to see whether there's there's like people who gathered together like that. You know, whether like maybe this woman is part of some group of force users or force sensitive people who are trying to essentially become the new Jedi, but without anyone to teach them. All right, all right. I see what you're saying. That's kind of, that's kind of interesting, though. Like, and I, I, do you think the Mandalorian? So let's assume that that is what it is. Like, it's a group of just people who are force sensitive. Would you let? Would you think the Mandalorian would let the uh, the the baby go with them, or do you think they try to steal it, uh, the baby from him? I think he would consider letting it go with him. I reckon the show is going to have a reason why it can't. Um. So, you know, either they're not ready, they're not, you know, able to take care of it, or they couldn't protect it. Uh, they couldn't protect the child and that the child uh, is still in danger. Okay, so mm. let's talk a minute about, about this. About the, like, we show, we see in the trailer for a little bit uh, him flying alongside, you know, X-Wings, and then they're him being kind of chased by them. So... Are we thinking that he's going to be working with the rebellion, or well, or the like? I guess the New Republic or whatever. Uh, Harrison, I think this uh, is potentially is going to go like again, sticking with the traditional Western tropes. I think that the the Mandalorian is always going to stay as someone who's in between. Mm-hmm. I think, and I imagine you know the Republic probably aren't a huge fan of bounty hunters, so I imagine that he essentially is going to have an issue where. In some places where the New Republic are in charge, he's going to be an outlaw to them. They're the sheriffs in town. And then in other parts of the galaxy, the sheriffs in town are what's left of the Empire. Um, And we could see it being a bit like uh, a fistful of dollars where Mando is going to be playing the two sides off of each other while he tries to get the child somewhere safe. See, I'm kind of really hoping, because it's, it's after Return of the Jedi... I'm really, really hoping that we see like a Leia or a Luke Skywalker. Hell, I'll take Lando Calrissian or something. Like, just give me a CGI'd like younger version of that. You know, like I want to see them show up because that they would be there at this particular time. It makes sense for them to be there. I, Even I, like like posters with Leia on or something. You know, like like um, things saying you know the New Republic is here, like propaganda, getting people to join the New Republic. Exactly. Like. <laughs> Have Han Solo on a poster. I want you in in Arabesh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So Marshall, what are your uh, what are your thoughts? Do you want do you want to see some like New Republic stuff, or do you want to see him like uh, Harrison said, play both sides of the field and kind of see if it if it works? Yeah, I, I like uh, Mando. Uh, a huge reason why I like Mando is he's there's no bias to one way or the other. You know, he is a mercenary at the end of the day. Mm. Um, I would like to see him play both sides and it's not the good versus evil that we're used to with Star Wars. He's kind of, you know, a gray area and I, I like that. All right. I get, I, yeah, I get that. And I would kind of like to see that too. Like it, it makes him out to be kind of not like a hero or a villain. He's just kind of out for himself. And I, and that's an interesting way to go about it. Like he's a true mercenary. Uh, yeah. At, at the same time, we want, we want to like Mando, you know, if he's too evil, you know, we're not going to probably really like him that much, but, uh, we get that. He's not like the best dude, but his love for little baby Yoda, mm. uh, makes, makes us love him. All right. And hopefully yeah. someone else will love him too. Okay. So uh, I'm, people have been, <laughs> I agree. Uh, yes, that's <laughs> good point. Good point, Marshall. 
Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Gilbs. <laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> I'm trying my best. Well, no, you're right. It's just, I'm like, what is it with you and, like, we need love for the Mandalorian. I want to see him fall in love. <laughs> like, his love I'm for the child. <laughs> I'm in such a cheesy, suppy mood today, dude. I don't know. Like, I, I need to go watch my back to it. A bit more love in 2020. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, Marshall. Yeah, if sure. I don't know if you, if you like are missing having a girlfriend or something, but you, you know, like there are dating apps, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, skills. Well, I have frequented them often. Love, love is a click away. <laughs> and, yeah, um, the issue was that actually he was so good on those dating apps, he was breaking the rule of six, <laughs> which is a joke for the British only. <laughs> Yeah, see, I don't, I don't get that at all. So, any any of our UK viewers, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you all chuckled. Yeah, for, for those that we are currently uh, experiencing um, a mild resurgence in COVID, and so we are working to the rule of six, which is uh, social gatherings can be no more than six people. Oh, okay, I see. Uh, well, well done, Marshall. <laughs> Respect. Yeah, it's a good thing I only have five friends, right? <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> so uh, there's been a lot of rumors going around, like especially and especially for me and Sebastian about this planet. Like we see it here, and then we also see it later on um, uh, in in this part of the trailer. Uh, so what are you guys th- like? Is this going to be Ilum? Which I do- I don't know if you guys are aware of what Ilum is. It's it's the you know the place where they get their the Jedi's lightsaber crystals. It's also uh, it's also oh, okay. yeah, it's also the site of Starkiller Base. Hmm. So. Oh, so yeah, like there's there's thoughts that this is going to be either that or it's the planet from episode seven or or the not episode seven, from season seven of Clone Wars, which again I'm not sure if you guys watched, but <laughs> yeah. no. you know we didn't. It's like uh, freaking. British. As soon as you said Ilium, I went to like the planet in Mass Effect Two, Ilium. Oh, you remember yeah. that one? No, I I do I remember that one. What did they steal that? They they very well might have, but I don't know. <laughs> but regardless, if it if this is in fact like uh you know that planet, are so are we thinking? I mean, we haven't really seen, we've we've gotten confirmed. Apparently, we've gotten confirmation that Boba Fett will be in the Mandalorian, and he'll be played by God. What is his name? I I always forget that dude. He's the he was in Aquaman. He was in he was the original Jango Fett. You know, I I just don't know what the hell his name is. Oh yeah, um, hang on. I'll go, I'll go look him up. It's it's like it's really weird because he's got like uh, he's like a Maori name, but like his first name is Steve or something. Yeah. <laughs> see, I don't know, but we've see we've gotten confirmation that that guy that he'll be back as as uh, Boba Fett. So we but we haven't even though we've gotten the rumors about Rosario Dawson, we haven't gotten any confirmation. We haven't seen any like anything in the in the trailer. So I guess what my question is, is that do you think this might be, um, you know, alluding to the fact that we might get Ahsoka in this show? Because it's still, we haven't seen anything of her yet. Uh, here, uh, uh, here, yeah, uh, Marshall first. Marshall, go ahead. Uh, I don't know uh, a fat lot about Ahsoka, Gilbs. But, oh, God um, damn you. I know she has those blue blue things. She has those blue, like, she has those blue th- Wow. They're, they're, they're cool. And she's a Twi'lek, and we haven't seen one of those in Mando yet, have we? Uh, excuse. Me. Well, first of all, yeah, we have. We saw that blue one in the bounty in the like the bounty hunter episode, and then secondly, got, she's a Togruta, not a not a Twi'lek. Get your shit together, Martin. <laughs> what? What are the? What's the difference? 
difference is one is like orange. Oh, I and- can't believe you said that, Marshall. I just, I, I, I am so sorry. Marshall's opinions do not represent the opinions of the Fulcrum Entertainment. Or, <laughs> you know what, Marshall? Shame on you. That's like that's like saying, oh, what's the difference between a between a hut and a freaking slug? Like sh- shame on you. Shame on you. <laughs> they look the same, dude. <laughs> Oh, you know what? You know what else looks the same? Indians and oh. pack. No, 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 no. No, I swear to God, no. You can't no. edit these live ones, remember, Gilbs? No, I can't. But you know what? I can't. But it's too late, Marshall. You've already been racist, so I can't edit that either. <laughs> Regardless. Uh, so yeah, but fine. Harrison, maybe you know a little bit about Ahsoka. I get. I think right. Or no? Not really, but yeah. See, this is why I need to know the difference. You seem to know the difference between the races, Harrison. That's more than I know. (laughs) I think that's because they they corrected me on another episode of this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I just remembered it. (laughs) It was last time we talked about Ahsoka. Well, fine then. I guess I guess I can just I can't even talk to you guys about Ahsoka. Fine. I guess we'll talk about this. What are your thoughts about this whole thing? About this whole like MMA boxing ring with the with the Gamorians? I am so into it. <laughs> I like their hairy skirts. Yeah, right. <laughs> I also I love this Cyclops dude. He is so he's so episode one Star Wars. Not episode one, episode four Star Wars, like really janky, like looks like a Muppet and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> a Muppet with a toupee. Yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't think we've ever seen an alien like this. Do you think? Uh, so real quick, how, like fo- quick fulcrum question: What is this guy's race? <laughs> quick, uh, Marshall, go. What's his race? Cyclopean. Cyclope. Okay, well that's low hanging fruit, but okay. Um, Harrison, <laughs> what's up? What's his name? Uh, he, he is a member of the proud Ungoku people. <laughs> Ungoku Twi'lek. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Undoko the bite the atta solo. Unewa solo. Unawaka solo nipple. Nipple wookie pinchy. I'm glad you got the reference, uh, Marshall. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So, do um, we? No, what's up? What's up, Harrison? Do we want to talk about this rumor that Pedro Pascal has left? Is there, what? I did not hear that. Is there a rumor? Go ahead, Harrison. Uh, go talk about it. So, okay, there is this rumor that's been going around um, that Pedro Pascal quit filming uh, halfway through production of season two of The Mandalorian. Supposedly, this rumor suggests that um, Pedro Pascal believes that he should be seen and the helmet should be off more in season two um and they were refusing and so he left and essentially i've heard different things so apparently someone said that essentially that like uh we're basically just like you know if you think that you need to have your face shown just get out we don't need you um, and it's, you know, there's a lot of good points that actually Pedro Pascal isn't in that suit for a lot of this show, That's an awful lot. I think uh, somewhere in like the first episode, it's quite a way in before it's actually Pedro Pascal on screen. 
Yeah, no, I've, um, I've heard that as well. Wow. That like in the in the uh, was it the gallery the like the docu series that's about Mandalorian. They talk about that how there's three people that play the Mandalorian. There's Pedro Pascal for the speaking roles. There's uh, like there's like some kung fu or like some mar- mixed martial arts artist who does like all the fighting scenes, and then all the shooting scenes are done by like a master gunslinger. And so yeah, like I've 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 seen that before. That he does he's only in there like yeah like a tenth of the time or some shit like that. So. I'm curious that would would you like as voice actors would you guys have a problem with not being able to have your faces shown if you were the, if you were in this role like uh yeah no. Harrison yeah oh okay Marshall that's no uh Harrison what do you what about you um I yeah I would say no as well like I think see um, but you you're you're playing a part in the biggest franchise in in the world like. Uh, it it yeah. just seems incredibly ungrateful to me that he'd walk away from this. You know, how many people would kill to be in his position, even if it is just his voice and, you know, a few scenes where you get to wear the suit. That's more than most people are ever going to get. True. Very true. So, um, so uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I, I believe that, I'm like, I don't, don't quote me on this, but I believe the, like, one reason that he might have behind it is that when you're, at, like, acting, if, you, if they don't see your face, like, if you're never actually on screen... It's just your voice. I think you get paid less. Like I think mm-hmm. like you get paid like for that last episode where his helmet comes off and they actually, actually see his face. I'm pretty sure he got paid mm-hmm. more for that episode than he did for the previous episodes where he we can only hear him. So maybe that's just what he's like. I, I want to be seen more so I can get paid more. <laughs> but maybe it's or maybe it's that he just wants to be established more with the with the Mandalorian. But I d- I mean yeah personally I think he's already like we all we all love him for being what he is. I, why is he you know why are you pushing it, dude? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I right. just keep keep your trap shut. And <laughs> so if it. considering that, so right, apparently what happened was that uh, yeah, he was asking to do some scenes with the helmet off. The creative team refused to let him do that. Mm. Uh, he also said that the helmet was uncomfortable, and then that sort of got to it, and he was uh, he was annoyed. So what he did was he went to Lucasfilm to see if they could intervene. And uh, the Mando team said, you know what, uh, you should just go. And that is what he did. So it's potential- there's possibly that we're not actually going to be seeing much of him. And potentially we might notice that the voice changes. Depending on when he went, um, we might see this impact us during the season. Okay, so here's a, here's a crazy thought. What if, be- like, because season two is already done, what if he's in, uh, you know, season, like, what if he's in all of season two? But at the very end of season two, they just kill off his character, and then we replace him with a different Mandalorian. With maybe maybe Baby Yoda becomes the man. You know, we kill off the Mandalorian fifty years later, and now Baby Yoda is the Mandalorian. Oh Jesus Christ! You are not going to write Dead Redemption me again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Au> contraire. <laughs> but um, wow. so yeah, so I mean, what would like? All right, so then. Marshall, then what would you, how would you if if he is out of the show, how would you retcon that or how would you fix that? Like, what do you think they're gonna do for that then? Well, there's there's two ways they're gonna do it. They're either gonna replace him and pretend that nothing's different, okay. or they are gonna find a way to, I don't know, kill him off. And if Pedro Pascal can't be there for the death scene, I guess they're gonna, I don't know, kill kill him off with someone else wearing the helmet. I guess, which would be kind of weird, but. Hmm. He just yeah, randomly stops talking know. for like the last thirty minutes of the of the episode. Yeah, or 
I don't know. Hire Harrison to do a Pedro Pascal impression and just carry on that way. <laughs> like, well, now you mentioned it. All right, Harrison. I am available. All right, Harrison, do it real quick. This is like this is your audition. Quick Pedro Pascal uh, impression. Uh, this is the way. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't remember anything the Mandalorian says in that show. I, that's part of the thing. Like, what the Mandalorian says isn't actually that important to the show. It's about what happens in the show. It's yeah. not actually a very dialogue-heavy character. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. But like, make sure the foundlings get some. I was once a foundling. Like now that you think about it, you're right. Like he doesn't really, he doesn't really say a whole lot of stuff that's like work. Like you can quote a bunch of lines from Star Wars and tell me why they're important, but this, there's not a whole lot of lines that are like really quotable. Yeah, it's it's part of that whole Western thing. It's part of what makes it great. And uh, yeah, if it, like if I was the creative team and Pascal was like, I'm going, I'd be like, fine, I will get somebody else in, and no one will ever notice, no one will ever care. Because to be honest, yeah. it's not like. He took that helmet off, and I was like, oh, it's Pedro Pascal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think more people are like, oh, that's Pedro Pascal. <laughs> See, yeah. I don't know what else he's in. Um, no, he's I also do. he's also in Kingsman uh, 2, if you've ever seen that. He's in Game of Thrones. Uh, he's in Narcos, which is pretty. It's a pretty good show, if you ever have the chance to see that. It's on Netflix. Um... Yeah, he's he's in a few things, like, but yeah, he's not really all that well known. Like his his most well known thing is probably Game of Thrones or Narcos, hmm. or probably now this. But even then, because most people they're right, you, they don't see him with the helmet on off very long. They're just they're not like, oh my god, Pedro Pascal is my favorite actor. They're just like, oh wow, that guy's pretty cool. <laughs> it's like that guy whose name I don't know because he's wearing a helmet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so. That would make that would make sense. I think the most sense is probably to just Don Cheadle him, and you know, like or or uh, was it Terrence Howard? They're gonna Terrence Howard him and, and just replace him with someone who sounds kind of like him. Yeah, just don't give him the time of day, don't give him the attention, just replace him and move on. Which, yeah, if that's the yeah. case, Pedro Pascal, did, dude, you done messed up, man. Like, way to throw away the cash cow. I know. Didn't right. even like have a distinctive voice. I think that's it. Like, like it's not even like the Mandalorian's voice is like, oh yeah, like no one could do that. You know, you know who that voice. It's definitely him. It's like yeah, anyone could do that. Yeah, no, anyone. Yeah, sure. <laughs> this is the way. Like any anyone can talk with a gruff voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm Mandalorian Freeman. This is the way. <laughs> way. <laughs> I don't know much in this life, but I know that this is the way. <laughs> I remember the first day I saw IGG8. <laughs> I said, I can smell you. <laughs> I didn't much care for the robots, but he grew on me. <laughs> See, there we go. We should get Morgan Freeman to be the Mandalorian. I'm, okay. I'm down for that. I'd never met a man like I.G. Dufresne. <laughs> I like how in the, in a hundred episodes that we've gone from the Benedict Cumberbatch jokes to the freaking uh, to the to the Morgan Freeman, Freeman jokes. Yeah. All right, so I think that's pretty much all we can be said about this one. Um, I think any last thoughts for, uh, from you, Harrison, about this? Like, are you, anything you're super excited for? Or anything you really wanted to talk about? Um, I think I did mention that I was so happy to see a boat. I was like, oh my god, uh, yep. a place in a Star Wars movie that isn't sandy. I'm so into this. 
Agreed. Uh, it looks kind of. I like how it's kind of like a. It, like it gives the idea of like going across the sea to like the to the new world or whatever to like the or to like the Europe of of whatever Star Wars. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, yeah, it's very tragic. It really does give that look, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like he's going off to merry old London, <laughs> which no, no <laughs> shit. If we if we see like a like a British esque like a, a London esque town, I'm gonna lose my shit. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> Otis just there with a crumpet. <laughs> Put a little Sherlock a little Sherlock hat on him. Yeah. Uh, so all right, so Marshall, uh, yeah, like any any final thoughts? Anything that you're super excited to see? Um. The whole thing, really. Uh, I'm I'm equally hyped all around. Also, I'm glad he's on a boat because I like boats. <laughs> all right. I, any anything in particular you like about boats? Maybe not. <laughs> I like the freedom of the ocean, Gilbs. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I personally didn't ca- don't care for it. I like I like the air. <laughs> you like land. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like land. My space. That's what I like. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, so okay, let's move on. Uh, next, we have, as I said last night, or yeah, last night I believe they released a new or the new trailer during the during the Emmys for Wandavision. And so mm-hmm. I'm going to start off, I think, with uh, Harrison this time. Like, uh, what are your thoughts? Like, did you were did you do you see this? Have you like were you? Uh, yeah, I have seen this. Yeah, um, I was really pleasantly surprised. Um, I think when I first. You know when the rumors were first coming out and we were hearing about it and like, oh, it's the show that shows like Wanda and um, Vision like living different lives, like you know, and it, it sounded we were very much being it sold as an, like an anthology show, like it was just going to be different weird things. But this suggests that actually what we're going to see is more like a it's more like a one-off trade paperback of just like here's this run of comics like that went through this really weird storyline and now it's on tv mm-hmm. all right agreed it absolutely does look like i i kind of like how it, it makes it like it feels like each episode is going to be its own its own like one's going to be like a i love lucy kind of 50s episode another one's going to be like a 60s kind of like i don't know happy days or some shit like it, it feels like they're like they're each going to be different uh styles and i'm really down for that how about you yeah, I am. I'm especially interested to like this, where we see the black and white world turn to color. Like it's. Um, did you all watch Pleasantville back in the day with Toby Maguire? Oh yes. No. Yes, I, I know exactly what you do. That that show was crazy, or that uh, show movie, I, whatever. That was crazy. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> Harrison. Don't, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> like, oh shit, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, okay. Um, yeah, Marshall. So, uh, what are you, are you into this? Like, what, what did you see this uh, trailer when it came out, or or re- did you watch it at all? Yeah, and I'm I, I'm slightly confused as always. A lot of things confuse me, Gilbs, but uh, this trailer confused me very much. So, okay, uh, <laughs> like like what confused you? What was what was the most confusing thing you saw? <laughs> I think it's just the whole vibe of it the the theme like i want to know what what the hell's going on i did uh read an interesting comment uh on that trailer mm. and someone said um it's scarlet witch who's created this universe that she's now living in where vision's alive and when the couple they have that couple over for dinner and he's asking her questions and she doesn't know the answer and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. like the simulation starts to mess up yeah and like... then it, yeah this lady in the car right here uh, the comment said that 
it was someone Wanda had brought in from the real world into the simulation. And when Vision touches her, she wakes up in this simulation. Mm. And that's when she says to him, like, oh, you know, you're dead. Yeah. And then Vision kind of realizes that it is a simulation and then something happens with the parallel universe and yada yada. Yeah, so... It does kind of it, it is kind of an interesting thing. I I agree. It seems kind of weird. Like I, I definitely think that this lady is either she's either like a real world person or she seems to be like an evil. I, I'm betting that she's like the bad guy of the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, like that is kind of an interesting thought that he that he might be a simulation. Now the question is is her power so great that she can make like him a, a perfect copy of him? Like you know that's that's kind of crazy. I didn't realize she was able to do that. Well, she's meant to be like you know, super, super powerful. And I don't think her powers were really realized in in the uh, MCU films. So mm. I think this is mm. going to be a good chance to show off just how powerful Wanda really is. Yeah. yeah. Okay, go, yeah, what was that, Harrison? Go ahead. Well, because that makes a lot of sense because this whole thing of it being a world that she's created would be like the House of M. Um, oh, yeah. But just w without the X-Men. So that's essentially what they've done. And... I think that's quite clever. I mean, I don't think it's going to be exactly as simple as all these things. It seems like there's going to be something slightly more complex about it. But, I mean, we just saw um, in a scene there, they did seem that Wanda was changing uh, the environment around her. So yeah. it does seem like she at least has some power here, if not that she's entirely in control. Mm -hmm. I can't remember. Did Wanda die in, in, in Endgame? No. I believe she was brought back along with everyone else but uh vision still stayed dead because the, i think the infinity stones were all destroyed so she they couldn't bring him back yeah and because he well because they only brought back people from the snap didn't they and he didn't die from the snap he yeah, was no. just murdered exactly yeah trying to kill yeah and, and because yeah his life was his life force was brought by the the by the mind stone anyway so it like yeah like it was already like there's no way that to bring him back since this universe like the MCU universe we know all the Infinity Stones are destroyed. Yeah. So yeah, it's I think that's interesting. I wonder like what's up with the whole TV angle of it all? Like is she like trapped? Like mm -hmm. is it is it in her mind or is she trapped inside of a TV like literally or like is this some weird like Doctor Strange shit <laughs> going on? <laughs> mm. And so and that's another thing is that apparently this show is supposed to lead into the uh, Doctor Strange, the new Doctor Strange mm -hmm. movie, um, Multiverse of Madness, which so uh, are do you guys think we're going to no. see any like do you guys think we're going to see any, like sorcerers or anything like that like, pop up or any kind of yeah maybe maybe she somehow messes up like I don't know what you call it the space time something <laughs> the space like, time by, yeah. <laughs> By using this this much power, maybe she does something and it causes something and Strange comes in to fix it mm. or she releases some evil into the real world. See, uh, yeah, I agree. And it would make sense if like she's like trapped in, in some kind of like... So, uh, so do you guys remember there was... Uh, I'm not sure if it was from the comics or just from that video game, but there was in... I believe it was an X-Men... Ah, shit, it was... It's like Marvel Ultimate Alliance, but it was an X-Men game. I think it was like... Uh, Legends. Oh, yeah, X-Men right, yeah, Legends. Legends. Yes. All right, in X-Men Legends, there was a level where you played in it and like Professor X went into this like the astral plane and you know he meets the Shadow King. I'm not sure. Game, yeah, I'm I'm not sure if that's from the comics or just uh, that something they did for the game, but I think that'd be interesting if it was something like this, like you know, it's all just in her like m like mental like world or whatever that'd be Yeah, that, that would be kind of interesting if this is all just in her brain and she was like locked in there by one of the other characters that's here. 
Like, mm-hmm. personally, I think it'd be cool if they made uh, this, uh, you know, Deborah Jo Rupp. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone who watched that 70s show knows that she was the mom. She was Kitty. I, I know. I was so happy to see her. I haven't seen her in ages. I'm, I'm really hoping if there also, like, if, if there is a bad guy as well, I'm also hoping that she's involved in it as well. Because, like, that, how cool would it be to have her be the bad guy for once? I want to hear her do that laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill you. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I, I just want, like, I want there to be a shot where like Wanda like has discovered some secret that was hidden away somewhere that is the key to all of this and proves that she's a villain. And then just from behind her, you just say, <laughs> So clearly uh, we're getting some Halloween episode or like a Halloween episode too. What with, you know, her being in her original costume and then later we see, uh, we see yeah, Vision right here yeah. in his. So... Do you guys? I obviously they, we're gonna probably gonna get some like horror aspect. This is gonna be like a Stranger Things kind of thing. I'm, like, I, I'm sure Harrison, you're looking forward to that, right? Maybe I, I don't know. Like, if if it is a horror one, yeah, I don't know why. When I first saw this, I wasn't thinking horror. Um, I just thought it'd be kind of like more of a sitcom sort of thing. But yeah, could be good. I want to know what this lady's up to because yeah, with all these people being shot around the place, they seem to be involved somehow. Yeah, like exact. So yeah, this is weird. Like here, like maybe it's not in her mind. Maybe this is like a an actual sight. Because look, she gets shot out of this world, and she flies through the wall. And then there's this other like outer world where they're all what. So maybe this is like an act. Maybe this is like the shield, and that's you know. Oh no, we lost Scarlet Witch. We don't know what's going on with her. And this is just the shield agent showing up to kind of like figure it out. Because that's my at least that's my thought. Like I I feel like we're getting a red herring here by seeing these guys. Like they I feel like they're trying to fake us out, being like these guys are bad. Yeah. Does anyone else think that this is going to be how Marvel brings Vision back to life? Because I don't feel like he's done in the cinematic universe. Uh, maybe uh... they've done it before. Like I've I've seen them do that before. Like where you know characters die and then they get brought back to life through some like magical or like other universe BS or something. So maybe, but I don't know. Like it. it seems like it'd be kind of a weird thing like uh, to do you know just to, oh well you know she just she cloned him in her mind and then pulled him out and then and now he's here like i, I don't know man <laughs> what do you think marshall yeah, you, or, or no or yeah harrison go ahead and then i'll ask marshall well again it would, it would it would stick with the way that the marvel cinematic universe is slowly becoming more and more a reflection of how comics work mm-hmm. that they would start doing the things that comic books do in movies like the guy's just alive again now. <laughs> it just happened. <laughs> <laughs> and while we're at it, let's bring Chris Evans back because, damn it, we need more Captain America. <laughs> yeah. Bring it back, damn it. I want some more of America's at. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, you got America's something else the other day, didn't you? Ooh. What? Wait, what? Did what, you not what? see? <laughs> no. Uh, what? So, Chris Evans... Um, was sharing a meme um or in a video and i think he was like recording the screen on his phone and basically as he was closing one window uh you saw a bit of his camera roll and there was a little bit of a dick pic somewhere we don't know um but the world has been quite nice so uh, he's we, chris evans is trending on twitter because people to hide his dong online they flooded twitter and social media with posts of him like hanging out with dogs and like having barbecues and stuff well that's very nice that he that they don't want they don't want to humiliate him 
but I just I think that's funny that cat that cat flashed America. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Chris Evans. <laughs> anyway, um, wow. So um, yeah, I guess uh, Marshall. So. Let me see. I've, I've kind of lost <laughs> with that. I lost where I was going with. Um, are you? Are you? Your kind of mind ex- is <laughs> has drifted to other things, Gil. Yeah, apparently so. <laughs> yeah, so Stupid, I guess sexy Chris Evans. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid Nothing sexy Flander. Nothing at all. <laughs> Such a good show. Wow. Anyway, um, so yeah, Marshall. I guess. Well, uh, are you looking forward to this? Are you looking forward to like the any horror aspects? Are you wanting it to be a horror show? Or are you wanting it to be just a normal like comic book series? Nah, um, uh, you guys know I'm not a big horror fan at all. Um, but if it's done not too horror like, then I might be down for it. But, all right. Yeah, I I, I kind of hope they don't go that way. All right, yeah. So I I could see that I I could see them doing that because it's a, a Scarlet Witch one, but then also be, like you know because we want it's on Disney Plus, we want kids to watch this. I could also see them kind of going a little more tame and being like, "Nah, we'll we'll do a Halloween episode, episode but other than that." So uh-huh. um I guess um so yeah, I guess let me see. I don't really personally, I'm not really a, like super like I I want to see this and I'm I'm down to watch it, but I'm not like super I'm far more excited for the Falcon and Winter Soldier show. Mm, um, yeah. but like, I guess, uh, what, like, what are you guys, are you guys, is this something you're going to watch like probably day one? Or are you going to wait a little bit? Like what, where, where are you scaling this on? Like your, your like list of need to watch. Uh, I think I'll check this out. Okay. Uh, so like what, like, what are your, are your thoughts? Like it's going to, well, no, go ahead and continue. Yeah. Like you're going to check it out. What? Yeah. Yeah. I'll check it out. I think quite quickly. I think, um, Partly, be- well, I mean, I can't remember when it said this was actually coming out. Um, but like, these are characters that I do actually care about, particularly Vision. Vision is a character that I I've always been kind of interested in. I've never seen him done like well enough that I'm like, oh yeah, I really really like Vision. But I want to know more. I want to see like better versions of him, and I really like the guy who's playing him. All right, yeah, agreed. Paul Bettany's a really great actor. Uh, do you think this is going to be really vision heavy? I know it's a, it's the show is called WandaVision, but it does feel a little bit like they're going to be focusing a little bit on on uh, Scarlet Witch a little more. Do you think it's going to be really vision heavy? Um, I think there's going to be a, good, a hearty amount of vision um, oh. in this. Yeah, because I, I, I think I think even if it is uh, Wanda like specific, the vision's going to have the vision will be important. I am positive oh. of that. All right. And uh, and so Marshall, yeah, like on. How about you? How excited are you for this? Like, what? Where on your watch list is this? Like, is it like for opening day? Oh my god, I gotta watch this. Or is it like, eh, maybe when I get to it? Um, I was gonna say it's it would be on my I'll get around to it list. But I learned my lesson with the Mandalorian, uh, and I'll 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 probably watch this as soon as it comes out. Didn't listen to us. Didn't didn't listen to the reviews. Didn't be like, oh, the, know, those two yanks. They don't know what they're ta- no, they don't know what they're talking about. They just go and get yeah. fat off their fast food. And, and I, <laughs> so that's that's you, Mark. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I do not think these slanderous things about you, Gil. I think them about all Americans. Yeah. See, I sometimes like those bloody yanks. <laughs> anyway. No. That, that, that's not true, Gilbs. That's not true. 
All right. So yeah, I I'm probably gonna end up watching it. I just don't know. I I, I I'm like rare. Like this uh, this is one of those uh, Marvel MCU movie or MCU shows that I think is gonna be on my. I'll get to it eventually. Shows. <laughs> yeah, but Elizabeth Olsen though. Eh, I mean, I guess. I think I personally, I think there are a lot there are a lot prettier women in the in the uh, MCU, such as Marissa Tomei, Scarlett Johansson, and then. Uh, well, no, yeah. in that order, Marissa Tomei and Scarlett Johansson. That's it. <laughs> Boo. You know what? I Boo. forgot. I, I forgot. I, I, I literally just said a name and I forgot it. Elizabeth Olsen, all the way. Elizabeth Olsen. Dude, <laughs> Colby Smulders. Uh, whatever oh, yeah. the chick's name who plays Agent 13. I'm like, Oh, yeah. On. Come on, bro. They're way Man, better. Tessa Thompson. It's all about Tessa Thompson. Oh. Tessa Thompson. Oh, sure. The Valkyrie. <laughs> Oh, oh, God, yes, yes, Jesus, yes. <laughs> also, uh, Zoe Zendala, Zendala, I don't know how what her last name is, but yes, uh, Gamora, yes. Oh, uh, Zoe Saldana? Saldana, yes, okay, yes. The, yeah. the chick who's known for playing aliens. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so I think that's pretty much um, uh, it for this. Uh are there any last thoughts, Harrison? Like what, anything you're you're super excited about, or anything you you wanted to talk about, real quick before we go on? Uh, not from me, no. All right. How about you, Marshall? Uh, no, I'm good. All right. So now let's move on to our final topic, the the big one, and the one that I think uh, hurts Marshall the most. <laughs> or actually, I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm not sure. Actually, which one of you is sadder about this? About about Bethesda being bought by Microsoft? Well, Xbox probably the games come to PC anyway, so it won't bother yeah. me too bad. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm the one who's going to be the most upset. Um, I mean, I'm looking at these you know, titles. I'm like, I can live without most of them. It's just Doom. I just, I just like, I, I fell in love with Doom all over again thanks to the latest games. I'm like, oh, I want them. I want the, you know, I want to get a PS5. I don't. Xbox just ain't my brand, man. Like, I don't know. Me and Xbox just don't quite agree. <laughs> and now if you want to play the next Doom, you're going to have to get an Xbox. <laughs> <sighs> well, <sighs> they've, they've said exclusives will be a case-by-case basis. So I'm thinking some will, some won't. But All right. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I'm I'm willing to guess that like Dishonored, Wolfenstein, Elder Scrolls, those are like Fallout. Those are probably going to stay. You know, everyone's allowed to play them. But stuff like Prey, yeah. maybe or Doom, those will be exclusives. Like, and whatever, man. Like, honestly, to me, all this means is that they're going to start. Like, maybe their next game will be on a different engine. Like the next the next Dishonored game is probably going to suck. Is all that means. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I would I would warn everyone about that. Remember what happened to Rare. Rare was the darling of games. Like Rare was the king of the N64. They made the best first-person shooters of the time. They were incredible. And then Xbox, they bought them up for Xbox. And what did they do? They did uh, grab by the ghoulies and Conker's Bad Fur Day fully loaded. And they just ruined Rare. Exactly. Pretty much, dude. Pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, like, do you think that we'll get any of these games? Like, like I know there's our quiz question, but do you think we'll actually legitimately get any of these games? Like becoming like Dishonored, getting a Halo engine, or maybe Doom becoming like them, or like like do you, uh, do you think we'll actually get that, uh, Harrison? I think I think Xbox actually will have learned their lesson by now. I don't think Microsoft know 
not to mess too much with that, especially with these titles. They're buying them specifically because of how popular Bethesda has been in recent years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think they're going to uh, completely mess it up. You know, like like an issue with Rare before was that uh, Microsoft bought it before they were really used to being in the game industry, and they didn't understand why people liked Rare games mm-hmm. um, and ruined them. Whereas now, a bit more experience, and like they know well enough to let the people who make Skyrim do Skyrim. All right. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Uh, yeah. So, Marshall, what about you? Like, you thinking that are you on like in agreement with this? Or are you thinking that they're gonna just be like, no, screw that. We're gonna do our own thing and be and be Microsoft all about. It. God, I hope not, because now that they own um, uh, Bethesda and oh god, what was the New Vegas one? Uh, Obsidian. Mm. Now that they own both of those, we can actually get a New Vegas two, and I am begging Ooh. you, Microsoft. Please make that game. Please. <laughs> that is a that's actually a really good point. Is we could get a a uh, uh, New Vegas two, and I would be all yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the Xbox have been memed on for so long now about having no exclusives, and if they drop seven point five billion on to get all of these titles, I think they'd be crazy not to make at least most of them exclusive. Mm-hmm. So all right, so you you think that they're that they are going to then like all these titles are probably going to end up being or uh, any titles from here on out are going to just be like Xbox ones. I think that I think that the big ones, yeah, I think they might give like the Evil Within and Prey to and as you said, Dishonored. I think they might let those slip by on multi platform. Mm-hmm. But imagine how many consoles they'd sell if they had a new Fallout, oh, a new Elder Scrolls, Starfield, all exclusive, like. See, That'd just be crazy. Yeah. See, now I love Xbox, and I'm I am an Xbox gamer through and through. That said, yeah, I I don't believe that if you gave them like, ex- like Xbox or or if you gave uh, Microsoft exclusive rights to like Fallout or Elder Scrolls or Wolfenstein, that would inherently make the games better. Because like mm-hmm. I I feel like I have I've seen the how Halo has you know um, yeah. how it's evolved from Halo One to Halo Five, and it has yeah. not been a good thing, and it's been entirely under Microsoft's you know uh, brand. So with mm. that, I could see like Fallout, you know, Fallout New Vegas two, but it ends up being like Fallout seventy six, and it sucks. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but another another big positive is you're gonna get all these Bethesda games on Game Pass now. That is and true. That is just such insane value for money, even more so than Game Pass already is. Like, agreed. And so yeah, but th- this is absolutely this is like a power move by Xbox because like. I don't. I don't know. Like, do you guys? Would you say that PlayStation probably won this this year of like of the releases and reveals and shit? Like they. Yeah, they they were on a roll. Yeah, sure. like people when they watch the. I noticed when people watch the Xbox live events, they were just like, "What the hell is this? Where's all the? Where's the <laughs> gameplay for? This is bullcrap." And then PlayStation, they're like, they they yeah, they was complete opposite. They they were t- saying how PlayStation totally won that. And so yeah, I'm I'm like I feel like this is that this was Xbox being like, okay, you want it? You think you won? Boom! Fallout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. The guy. Honestly, I really wish we would just we could just stop with this whole console wars BS and just make one Same. make one huge console that we call and just enjoy. Yeah, for for, for sure, dude. Yeah. yeah do you remember when that happened? No, what's up, Harrison? Yeah. Do you remember when they were, they were t- telling they were going to make the Steam machine that was going to be like that? Yes, yeah. I do remember that. What happened to that? 
it failed. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think essentially, yeah. <laughs> it didn't work. No one want, No one bought it. No one cared. No, people. How many times have people tried like with new consoles and stuff? Uh, more recently, Stadia. <laughs> and it's just not interested. Like we have two staple consoles. We don't need any more. Mm. Just. It is no. true that we uh, we do need to all just have PCs. Like console gaming is making less and less sense. We just need to have PCs. <laughs> A PC master race. <laughs> Join us. I don't, I don't want them. The, the PC has a holder then. Console holder. <laughs> I just want to plug the disc in. <laughs> I just imagine like someone with a little Hitler mustache just just screaming, and instead of like a, a swastika, they have like a uh, they have like a laptop on their on their freaking arm. As a holder, as a PC, as <laughs> Oh, okay. I can't make the joke I was going to make. Let's move on, Gil. Yeah, let's <laughs> shall we? I think we made one Nazi joke too many. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, um, anyway, um, let me see. Let me, uh, what, um, I don't know. So, what do, what do you guys think the future is? Like, do you guys think that we'll see any, are they just going to stick to making these uh, brands or just making these games? Or do you think we're going to end up seeing, like, a new, like, new uh, brands under Bethesda and Xbox? Like, do you think we're going to be, like, I, I think what I should say is, are we going to see anything original from them? Yeah, I I think we will. I, I think that would be the right thing. That would be a very good exclusive to do. You know, like Bethesda's new game, Bethesda's, you know, we know they're a great, um, they're a great studio that making really good games. To then have one that, like, is brand new and exclusive will be huge. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, so Marshall, actually, here's a question for you, and this is the this is the big one. What of Todd Howard? <laughs> is he is he still going to be doing the the Bethesda like showcases at E3? Is he still going to be coming up? It just works. Or or are we get, are we getting rid of him and, and changing him with uh, with what's his name? The guy from the guy who actually does the stuff for Xbox. Phil uh, Spencer. Yeah, Phil. Sp- is it so? Yeah, are we going to have an all out war between between Phil Spencer and Todd Howard, or are we going to are they going to go out together? I like to think that Bethesda is going to spend the seven point five billion on creating Todd Howard two, just like Todd, super Todd Howard, just like bred in a lab, and he comes out and he's like seven foot three, ripped to shreds, and it's just like it just works, and then it's everyone, everyone just buys it, just Todd Howard two. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that, Gilbs. Yeah, no, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's all good. See. Personally, I think that they're what they're going to do is make a uh, hybrid. They're going to take uh, Todd Howard and what's again, what's his name? Phil Say, Spencer. Phil Spencer. Okay, they're going to yeah, you're going to take genetics from Phil Spencer and Todd Howard and make a super being. <laughs> he'll a be Spencer. he'll yeah he'll be as he'll be as charismatic as Todd Howard, but he'll be as down to earth <laughs> as Phil Spencer. Sixteen <laughs> times charisma. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, Harrison, what, what do you think? Are they? Would you want to see uh, Todd Howard still, or are you, are you hoping that they replace him with with someone else? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I I try to think what would be best for them. Like, because if, if I was there, I would be seriously considering replacing Todd Howard, um, <laughs> really? or at least like at, at least like not letting him talk in public anymore. <laughs> but he's he's like part of the furniture of Bethesda now. Okay. I mean, 
I, I don't know, maybe I don't know. I think like he has bad enough PR. I feel that like people, <laughs> no one would like go. Oh, where's Todd? Yeah, like they did with Reggie when he left Nintendo. Yeah, and like he left for good reasons. Like he just wanted to go. He was, he was like old and stuff. <laughs> he was just like old. <laughs> awesome, great way to put that. Good enough reason. Yeah. <laughs> Not as good as Iwata. He died. That's that's a really good reason. Yeah, we could ex- we could excuse him for that one. <laughs> I, I, well, I don't know about you guys, but death is not a good excuse. You better be on your... Nah, nah. <laughs> it's, like, I yeah. it's in my will, but you guys are going to weekend at Bernie's me back to work. <laughs> I mean, that'd be kind of funny. I, I think that'd be a funny thing to put in your will and then have your family members have to fucking carry it out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. I think that's uh, where we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, there and let, like, is there anything else you guys? Uh, one last thing: is there anything else you guys want to say before we leave? Before we get into the quiz question? Um, it, did we have another topic on the Discord? Or... I I don't I, might not remember. I don't believe so. Do you guys have another topic? We can add one. <laughs> uh, I was trying to see what's the best. Uh, the the Xbox share button. I don't know what that. Oh, the Xbox. <laughs> Fuck it. Fine. Well, let's let's segue into that. You guys want to talk about the new Xbox revealed share button on the controller? Sure. Enlighten me. <laughs> well, very simple. It's a button you press and you, and it shares. Yeah. <laughs> well, fair no, enough. but yeah, no, but it, apparently it's they're boasting that's a lot easier because on the current Xbox on Xbox One it is kind of annoying that uh, like when you when you want to share something you have to press the mid, like the you know the middle little like console button you have to go to the menu go down go, click. Uh, click uh, like record and then you have to choose whether or not you record or click a, do a screen the whole thing it's annoying you have to just do the whole thing through like menus and shit and you have to pause your game to do it which if you're in the middle of a call of duty match it's kind of hard to do that right. so yeah like that what they're boasting here is that like oh well check it out guys what we can do is you uh now you can just press the button and get an instant screenshot then you can hold it and get in yeah like it, it, it they're just boasting that it's easier to do and and faster which frankly it is so you guys make fun of it all you damn well please, but I don't. I, it, beats, it beats the hell out of a touch screen. <laughs> at least, it's, so, at least uh, it has a function. The touch screen is just pointless. It's like, oh look, guys, I can play guitar on Last of Us Two. <laughs> Joe, you know, yeah, we talk about like universal consoles that just play everything. We need universal controllers. Agreed. Like, the games industry really needs these. Like at the very least. Backwards compatible. I don't know if it's forwards compatible. Like I want to use my PS4 controllers with my with my PS5 when it comes. Like I want to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I'm sick of it. I've just got too many controllers. Like I, I, I'm done. Like I'm so glad I don't. I never got an Xbox One because I've had. I already had like five 360 controllers hanging around the place. I had like a four player and a spare, and I don't <laughs> need any more. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I I think we need to, and also not just because of uh, you know being annoyed with how many controllers you have after after you buy the new console, but I'm also I'm really tired of going like when I play like my brother or like my friends will have PlayStation or I'll, and I'll have Xbox. I'm really sick and tired of the like, one thumbstick being like all the way down there, you know, like the the PlayStation thumbsticks being being right next to each other, and then the pl- Xbox one's not, and me having to adjust because <laughs> like that is the most annoying thing ever when you when you go for the thumbstick and you're actually hitting the D pad. Yeah. 
But no, yeah. it, it, it would be nice to be able to swap controllers because, like, if your friend's got an Xbox and he invites you around, you but you have a PlayStation, you can take your PlayStation controller. You know, it, I don't know how hard that would be to implement, but I I think it's a matter of like of uh, like coding the hardware, you know, like mapping the hardware to the to the game. I I don't know if that if it would be a major problem, but. I don't, right. you know, whatever. Oh, well, the Xbox, the code for the PlayStation and the code for the Xbox are two different things. We can't make, like, dude, shut up. Yes, you can. <laughs> it's so interesting. They're, they're all Bluetooth devices. Like, <laughs> just, just like let them work like every other Bluetooth device. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but, of course, how they wouldn't do that because how are they going to make money? Um, if they can sell you the, the first-gen Xbox with the controller, and then by the time you buy the third-gen, you, you're still using the first-gen controllers, how are they making money, Harrison? I don't know. Just, what they need to do is they need to uh, get more marketing for Mountain Dew so that more controllers get sticky and buttons get, like, broken, <laughs> so more controllers need to be bought. That's, you know, like, that's just basic economics, guys. Why do I have to give you these answers? <laughs> Honestly, uh, Microsoft, thought you were, like, all, you know, smart and stuff. It all makes sense now. It's like, thank <laughs> the you. The you sponsorships to ruin controllers. I never even considered that. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing with Cheetos. It's all about ruining controllers. Oh. It's about right. fine particles of dust just getting in there. Oh, my there. God. Uh, or, or what's worse, someone getting all their like nasty Cheeto grease all over it and then handing you the controller. Yeah. There's got to be some analytics somewhere of, like, if the sales of Cheetos goes up, the, the sales of controllers also goes up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I would love to see. I would love to see that that like someone do a study on if Cheetos correlates to broken controllers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was trying to say, Gilbs. You just said it a lot better than I did. <laughs> anyway, wow. Oh, anyway, um, so I think we're ready to get on the to the quiz question. If we, unless you guys want to just real quick roast the Xbox again. <laughs> 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 to, to be fair i actually do think this is a really smart move for xbox frankly i think going by buying a studio getting a bunch of um uh you know exclusives getting a studio that can work for you is a good move like like it's a great way to do it and um like i've seen people tweeting about how like right i want to see ps5 buy up these studios and so they get even more exclusives and which i didn't like because essentially we're just going to end up with like Two, everyone's going to have to have two consoles to play anything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I don't want this to become some sort of war between studios of how many uh, between uh, Sony and Xbox of how many studios could you buy up? <laughs> it's too late. This is this is the new console war. Winter is coming, Harrison. <laughs> well, so yeah, and, and eventually one of them's going to one of them will be the Disney, and then they'll own everything. Yeah. And if it's Xbox, well, then get used to a really gonna... clunky controller. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna. It's yeah. gonna take them a while to recover that seven point five billion. I'm sure. <laughs> Watch. See how funny would that be? Though, like, again, I love Xbox, but how funny would it be? They buy it. They become like the only game maker in the market, and then like no one buys their console. <laughs> it's like they just like boycott it just because like no, we're not we're not buying shit from Microsoft. Yeah. 
or, or mm. nin, nin, Nintendo buys both and then everything's on the Switch, and that would be the ideal world. Yeah, I oh. can see that. <laughs> The only problem with that is that we, we, we get a Doom game, well, we get like a, actually, I was about to say we get like a Elder Scrolls game like once every eight years, but that's about right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and, and everything would have to be like, you know, child-friendly, like you wouldn't be able to write dirty words in any of the chats. <laughs> true, true. All right, so, all right, I think especially we're going to, I know, what was actually that? No, Especially in an Elder Scrolls game where they like call you milk drinker and stuff. That's pretty, uh, pretty foul language. <laughs> milk drinker. <laughs> you're not a Nord. You're a milk drinker. It's like, okay, I, I didn't realize Nords didn't drink milk. Cool. Yeah, apparently, it's an insult, Gibbs. Well, you know what? I uh, cool. I will keep that in mind. Next time I want to insult someone, I will call them a milk drinker. <laughs> And then have my dark's, at... yeah, my dark soul three character was actually called Milk Drinker, and I played him like an absolute coward. So <laughs> it, it, the, the name was very fitting. <laughs> you are a milk drinker. Well, thank you for noticing. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. I'm pretty sure milk drinker um, is another term for ladrón de leche. <laughs> and it all comes full circle. It's like how Batman's the Dark Knight. You know, ladrón de leche is also milk drinker. The milk drinker. Ladron. <laughs> Welcome to my lair, Ladron de Leche. Release How the... will the milk drinker escape this amazing trap now? Yes, you see, for you are in a vegan pizzeria. I am. You are in the lair of the vegan. Let the hostages go, vegan. No, they <laughs> ate cow. <laughs> I will kill them slowly with the grass. A thousand cuts by this blade of grass. <laughs> There's no dairy here, Dronde. No. Only me soy protein. <laughs> Not soy. Oh. No. Not vegan mayo. <laughs> okay. Oh dear. Anyway. <laughs> I think we've I think we pretty much We've talked this crap to death, and I'm out of topics. So let's move on to let's move back to Bethesda by or yeah, being bought by Microsoft. And I'll start with Harrison. You need to give me of the of the titles you see here. Uh, I need you to give me the new reboot. Like the what? What are that? How is Microsoft just going to come in there and rub their Microsoft all over it? Okay. Um, so the way the Microsoft are going to turn up and rub all that stanky Microsoft all over it is um, they're going to take Dishonored um, and they're going to go, hey, you remember Dishonored, that game you love about uh, the uh, head of a royal guard who is um, going and exacting revenge? I haven't played Dishonored too, so if that doesn't match the uh, plot to that, well, screw you. Um, <laughs> But hey, we all know that and we all love it. We all love that, you know, like ingenious gameplay where you can figure out where to go uh, on your own. You can choose your own path. You can choose whether you're non-violent or violent. You can have uh, so many different ways to solve this issue and continue on your story. Well, you see, what we thought that wasn't really fitting with Xbox was all of that. So we think that uh, Dishonored would really be best if, you know, it's all about kind of hiding and staying 
uh, you know, stealthy. Well, what's better than to hide behind than about a chest high wall? And, you know, like you've got all these interesting ways of killing people, but really the most efficient way is just to shoot someone from behind a wall. Um, so we're making Dishonored a delightful new cover based shooter uh, called yeah. Dishing on the Reds. And it is yet again some more military propaganda uh, brought to you by Xbox. <laughs> so kind of like Gears of War. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. yeah, just Gears of War. <laughs> Awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and, and what are we calling this Dishonored game? Uh, dish on the Reds. Dish on the Reds. Okay, Dish on the Reds. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that, that, that was a silly name. I don't know. It's going to be something really Xbox. It's going to be some like Dishonored um, Degeneration. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Uh, Marshall, what is what game are, you, are they going to come in and ruin for you? <clears throat> So, at the next Xbox event, the lights are going to go dim, Todd Howard's going to come out, the Elder Scrolls logo is going to flash, and it's a, an Oblivion remaster. Oh. And all they've done Ooh. is uh, turn the brightness up, and the game now runs at 37 FPS instead of 30, and that's your lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like it. So, what are we what are we calling this new Elder Scrolls game then? Uh, well, it, it is literally just Oblivion remastered. So it's um, <laughs> they're, they're going to call it Oblivion Two. All right, and <laughs> just just for just for extra, uh, give me what is, what is Todd Howard's uh, tagline going to be for this for this game? Uh, Sixteen times the brightness. <laughs> and remember everyone it's just 16 times the brightness <laughs> i love it that's great oh okay um crap uh okay well the real winner here is me because of the no, but, um i'm gonna say <laughs> screw it i'm gonna say it's a tie I'm gonna, you both get a point this week because i love okay, those yeah good <laughs> Yeah, it is a very fair gubs because you can't have a, a point this week, I guess. Yeah, no, I can't. Unless you get a unless you get a point too, you have that power. Just give yourself a point. <laughs> I yeah. could, you know what? I He's could. All a point. We all just get a point. There we go. All three of us. We all just Yay. get a point this week. Yay. Unity. <laughs> USA, USA. <Nah. laughs> See, I don't know. You guys can't really do that. UK, UK. I, I don't know. Just, just yeah, it's so UK. You can. Now, we do like quite, we enjoy saying England. We like that. England. England, England, England. England. God That's like a Swedish name. All right, so I can, real quick, before we, before we get off here, actually, I'm curious, how often do people actually say, God save the queen out there? Uh, oh, never. never. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say that that exactly because we like we make it a point like we, I've seen that in at least like two or three different movies or TV shows that British people say "God save the queen." I'm like, do we, do you guys actually say that crap? No, it's it's probably because like it, people will see us at sports events because our, our national anthem is "God save the queen." Okay, yeah. I was gonna say. Well, yeah, it's like the Olympics or any shit like that. Like you know, it's you have to do. And literally, the song begins with "God save." Was it "God save our noble queen"? So yeah, a uh, gracious queen or something. Yeah. Yeah, a gracious um, queen. Yeah. Well, <laughs> good thing you guys know the national anthem. <laughs> <Not really. laughs> 
such good, yeah. such, such we, good we, subjects. I don't think I don't I think the Americans are the only people who know the national, their national anthem. No one else does. No. See, that's funny. I know our uh, national anthem. I also know the Canadian national anthem. <laughs> Oh really? But that's just because whenever whenever I want to I want to say how much I love Canada and people find that surprising, so I just joke. I start singing the national anthem, and they start laughing. Hey, is that it? Oh Canada! <laughs> no, but no. But anyway, so thank you guys for uh, thank you everyone who is listening. If you are still listening, um, I have been Gilbert. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Fulcrum Gilbs, and you can follow us on uh, the Fulcrum Entertainment. At uh, on Twitter at Fulcrum underscore report, um, with me again has been uh, the the very lovely Marshall. <laughs> why don't you why don't you tell them where they can follow you, Marshall? And if you have any plugs coming up, any, anything you're working on, any. <laughs> well, uh, thank you, Gilbs. It's uh, you've been a, you've been an excellent host as always when you do these guest hosts. Absolutely. Uh, you. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Marshall's VA or on YouTube at Marshall VA. Uh, nothing in the pipeline at the moment. I am going to get bogged down with university work very, very soon. So, yeah, I might be a bit quiet on the VA front. So, so he's going he's gonna to be, you're going to be like, uh, I, want, I, want, I thought I was going to have something funny to say, but I didn't, I was not. Like, is it, <laughs> so I've been partial, you'd be like educational Marshall or something, I don't know. Yeah. You got so excited to roast me, you didn't think about the roast. I really, I was building up to. I was like, I, I was like, I'm going to say something funny, and then I'm like, fuck, I have nothing to say. <laughs> I assumed you were going to muscle school, to like muscle university. See, there you go. Something like that would have been great. It's just like it's yeah. just this little place full of like really ripped professors, yeah. like little half moon spectacles. <laughs> Just teaching regular university subjects perfectly well, but everyone has big muscles. All right, I'm everyone. Doing a, I'm doing a master's in biceps. So if Moose, if Moose has 20 reps and he multiplies them by two by 20 other reps, what? How many reps has he done? Nah. And then if you stutter, you have to do 600 sit-ups. <laughs> like, what are 20, 20, 20 reps fall, or uh, multiplied by 30 squat thrusts <laughs> it's like I don't even I don't know. Like, what, what does it even do long multiplication nah. <laughs> I'm sorry Mark I make, fun of, I make fun of you because I'm weak yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like I could not. Like I see the shit you lift. I could. I could not lift that the crap that you. That, like you're, you're sitting there. I'm like, nope, not gonna happen. <laughs> Let no, me but, teach you the ways, Gilbs. <laughs> but uh, maybe if I ever come to the UK, maybe. But yeah. Um, uh, thank you for showing up, and uh, yeah, uh, Harrison, thank you for sh- for being here. Uh, it's always been hilarious to listen to you and and your ridiculous like improv. Uh, tell us where we can follow you and any plugs we have for you. Uh, yeah, you can follow me over on Instagram and at Harrison Ballman and on Twitter at Harrison Ballman. Um, and I'm working on a few projects at the moment, but nothing coming out at the moment. Um, but I am still doing this uh, anime audiobook, or manga audiobook, or light novel audiobook um called the akashic records of the bastard magic instructor it's a really long title um but if you go google it and check it out not google it look for it here on youtube um i would really appreciate it because i think it's a nice little story um and i think we're putting a nice little production together all right and uh what was that called again say that one name one more time for me it's really odd akashic records of the bastard magic instructor all righty then 
And uh, what? It, and just, just for my own person, what is your role in that? So that uh, it's just an audiobook. I am. It's just me reading it. Um, we're releasing it sort of as often as we can. Um, but there's a few things to work on. The whole channel does loads of these light novels. So there's way more to listen to than than, than just me. Um, but come and check it out, and you can hear me try and pretend I'm an anime girl at some part. <laughs> an anime girl. Oh, that's awesome. I absolutely do want to hear that. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going there. Um, but so, yeah. And then also, actually, I forgot, please forgot to mention this, that you lie, Harrison. You do have something coming out soon. Is that on Star Wars Audio Comics, uh, this coming on a Saturday, we are having uh, Age of Republic uh, Grievous coming out. So, which has Her- our very own Harrison in there as the Force Ghost. Or, well, as, the, as like the yes. spirit voice. And so, yeah. Be, oh, oh, yeah, Harrison. So, yeah, guys, be on the lookout for that. And, uh, and uh, yeah, that was, of course edited by by yours truly and directed by some asshole who we don't know but he yeah, <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh yeah so this has been folk report 98 guys we thank you so much for watching i have been gilbert this has been harrison and marshall and we are out <laughs>